0: Located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, where Jesus is Lord. Not only is He Lord, but He is Savior. Therefore, He is worthy to receive glory and honor. He is worthy to be praised. Don't go nowhere. He is worthy to be blessed. We're gonna go before the Lord in a word of prayer, and I pray my, my desire is that you came to worship the Lord. There is a lack of of enthusiasm in many places that I have been. Uh, We have become, I believe that we have become too common with people and we have become too common with God. So let's worship him as Lord, let's worship him as savior. He is sovereign, he's sovereign. Let me say that again, God is sovereign and therefore he should be glorified as such. Resting on your feet, let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace this morning. Lord God, for waking us up this morning. Lord God, you didn't just wake us up without purpose. Lord God, we thank you and we understand the purpose that you have given us. Lord God, let every tongue confess and give truth. Lord God, you've given us purpose in this day. Lord Jesus, you have blessed us with the activity of our limbs. Lord God, the uh, functionality of our minds. And we pray and ask that you would help us to use that, Lord God, to give you glory. Help us to live uh, before you uh, today and pleasing in your sight. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would touch those that may be sick in their body lord jesus those that are looking and desire healing those oh lord god that are seeking you for soul salvation lord to be filled with the holy ghost lord god and those that are situations that have come up lord god that need your guidance lord jesus need your direction lord lord jesus our wisdom our understanding our common sense have failed in some areas lord but you can give that divine uh, guidance, Lord God, that would bring us into the place that we need to be and desire. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would move and have your way this morning, Lord God. Lord, speak to our hearts, Lord, and bless us to obey what we have already learned, what you have already given us, and what we will receive, Lord. Well I see these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, remember our listening audience, Lord. Lord, pray and ask that you would bless them, Lord God. Lord Jesus, they tune in, Lord God, that you bless them to uh, retain what they hear. Lord God, to maintain it, Lord Jesus, and apply it to their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Certainly, again, we thank God for his goodness. Thank God for, for everyone that is seeking the Lord. This is a time that we should be seeking him and searching for soul salvation uh, I, I am a strong believer that there's not necessary for you to pray for things and objects uh, and that those things Paul said why should you hope for those things which your eyes see in other words there is a way to obtain that legally uh, without without stressing that uh, there is a way of, of doing things if we apply ourselves according to the Word of God and the universal laws that have been established. Uh, We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful. Uh, Behold bold, bold and the church. Uh, The best way, uh, I tell this to any and everyone, the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus name. Our Sunday worship begins at 8 a.m. and Tuesday Inside the Pages, which is a comprehensive Bible study, begins at 7 p.m. I want to invite you to join in with us in praise and worshiping our Lord and Savior as we journey through the book of Acts and Ezekiel. Uh, If you have missed any of the messages, because we're we're plowing through the word of God, uh, visit ConnectingTruth.org and click on God on Demand and you'll find the uh, archived messages. I hope you're still excited about Jesus this morning. Uh, He is the reason for the season. Uh, Yes, uh, in this day, in the first day of March, uh, he is the reason for the season. To our listening audience, it it may be morning where you are or you might be preparing to uh, attend service or the end of your day and you're getting ready for bed, may God bless you with peace and understanding. The Lord bless you with good rest Or the service that you attend, that the Lord bless you and strengthen your heart. Bless the minister that is ministering his word. The Apostle Paul to the Church of Rome, and I'm going to say this is for not just the Church of Rome, but the Catholics, Presbyterians, Methodists, Lutherans. Baptist, Pentecostal, and non-denomination, and which is a denomination within itself. Uh, I speak you, to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of god it is our responsibility uh, to prove what is good and acceptable the perfect will of god and you learn that from the word of god you learn that by attending your bible class by attending uh, your worship service and by asking questions don't be afraid to ask questions we're going to uh, I, our, our goal is to have our Bible trivia up and running by the end of March, uh, where uh, our listeners can actually participate uh, in the Bible trivia. It And we want to also open up our Bible class on Tuesdays where our listeners can uh, call in or text questions that they have uh, towards the end of the teaching uh, so that it is uh, fully functioning. Uh, participating. It's good to participate and to ask questions about those things that you're not sure about or the things that you may ha- not have uh, been taught on and, and it has, been, has come across uh, and you've heard it and now you need better understanding. The Bible tells us in all our getting, we should get what? We should get an understanding. Uh, God wants all of us to have a good understanding. It is by a good understanding that you're able to make well-formed incis- decisions. We're in the book of Acts, the fifth chapter, not going to prolong the time uh, this morning. You know, sometimes the, the minister has to deal with their own physical challenges. Uh, you know, and no one talks about that. I'm very transparent uh, that sometime you, you're tired. You, you may have had a, a lot to do. And so we're not going to prolong the the word of God. There's still more to be done. And and so I believe in balancing things out. In the book of Acts, the fifth chapter, uh, beginning at the 12th verse uh, through the 16th verse, maybe use an electronic device or your paper. Uh, I like paper myself uh, because I like writing in it. I like taking notes. But for those that have their devices, let's go there uh, in the word of God. Uh, We've been in, again, Acts where Uh, For those that are listening in the book of Ezekiel on Tuesday nights, we're talking about the four faces, one direction where Ezekiel saw uh, uh, seraphims and the seraphims have four faces, the face of a man, the face of a lion, the face of an ox and the face of an eagle. And we've already talked about the face of the human, the face of the lion. And this Tuesday, we'll be talking about the face of the ox. And so just want to put that out there so that you can you can read ahead and join in with us on Tuesday night at 7 uh, p.m. as we go into the word of God. Uh, but this morning we're in the book of Acts and we're picking up where Ananias and Sapphira. Um, uh, I'm just going to say it like this. They messed up because they refused to keep it real. You ought to keep it real today. Uh, I think that we all have learned enough enough, and it doesn't have an age limit on it that we should keep it real. We should be 100 percent. We should be honest. Uh, We should be truthful. Uh, That's you know, we can appreciate. We like to say we appreciate children because they're honest. But we don't like to appreciate adults when they when they're honest and they call us on the carpet for something that we've done or something that we're doing. But we ought to appreciate honesty. Honesty is the best policy. And there's no better way to say that. Ananias and Sapphira were not being honest. They didn't they didn't hold to that principle that honesty is the best policy. And so we're going into the 12th verse and it says, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord multitude, uh, both men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them in beds and couches, that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folk and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. I want to take a thought from this, and that is your hand and God's spirit. It may be your hand's but it is God's spirit. So it's something that you don't want to get twisted because I've heard, I've seen with my own eyes and the grace of time that God has given me that people have twisted it, believing and thinking that it's them. People have twisted it, putting the minister on a pedestal where they do not belong. That's one thing to give honor to those whom honor is due. The Bible uh, tells us to do that. but we, But no one died for you but jesus christ the spirit the holy ghost came and it comes in his name by calling upon him not calling upon uh, uh anyone else bishop alfredo uh, not calling upon uh, uh, evangelist spaghetti or anyone else it comes in the name of jesus and the power is of god and no one else Uh, The Bible uh, exhorts and tells the ministers that you freely, Jesus sent the disciples out and told them, you freely receive, now go freely give. Uh, And so it is not something that uh, the moving of God's spirit, his word, is not based upon an honorarium that was received because Jesus went to those that believe, those that will receive him. And the minister's responsibility is to do the same. And and so it's God's hand, it's, it's your hand, but it's God's spirit. Cornerstone has just come off of a, a month, uh, the month of February, where we were fasting and seeking God for guidance, and, and and I pray that everybody participated in that fast. If you and that you will continue uh, to pick a fast day, we'll be doing that on Tuesday night uh, to pick a day that you will consecrate and fast and pray and separate yourself from the things that are not necessary so that you can receive of the Lord and the Lord can use you. Uh, we need to be used by the Lord. Uh, Joel 2, 12 and 13 says, Therefore also now, saith the Lord, turn ye even to me all your heart, and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning, and rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. God is not thinking of doing harm to uh, anyone as people would like to project. Daniel 9, 2-7 says, or 2-7 through 7 says, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, stood by books, The numbers are understood by books, the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. He's reading the the book of Jeremiah. He's understanding what what their situation is, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled, even by departing from thy precepts and thy judgments. Neither have we wakened unto thy servants or hearkened unto thy servants, Uh, Yes, uh, some need to wake up. Uh, You know, I heard someone say that uh, everyone with their eyes, because your eyes is open, don't mean you're not asleep. And because your eyes is closed, don't mean you are. We need to wake up and we need to hearken to the servants, the prophet, which spank in thy name to the kings and princes and fathers, to all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belong unto thee. The Bible says And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. That comes by prayer and fasting. Uh, Consecration. The Bible says that uh, he that bear the vessels of the Lord must have clean hands. You got to have clean hands to bear the vessels of the Lord. The Lord is not uh, dealing with, uh, with people that are... Are half stepping, shucking, and jiving, uh, you know, and, and and taking the the sacraments and taking the the ceremony of the Lord for granted. Uh, he's not playing that, and He knows how to deal with that. He knows how to deal with those individuals. Uh, but I'm just saying that God, uh, God, He that bear the vessels of the Lord must have clean hands. And, and so uh, the Bible goes on to to point out to us that the hands of the apostles. That at the hand of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. There were many signs. There were many wonders, things that caused you to stand back and and scratch your head. Uh, There was many things. And, And when God answers your prayer, you ought to show some gratitude. When God does something for you, when I when I read in the Scripture, there was people that was healed. There was people that that lost that didn't have vision. A uh, vision was regained. There were those that was healed from leprosy. The Bible said that he healed ten. One came back and said thank you. Everyone else went on as was instructed. He told him he said go show yourself to the priest to the minister. And uh, out of the ten, once. As he, they were going on their way, the Bible said they were healed. One looked at himself, saw the healing that was taking place, went back. Jesus said, wasn't there 10 of you? Uh, and he told him, he said, now go to your family. Go to your family. So instead of the one going to the minister, he bypassed the, mm-hmm, He bypassed the religious instructions. He bypassed what was given and was sent directly back to his family to show a miracle that had occurred. We ought to show some gratitude for the Lord when he blesses us, when he does something for our life. We We ought to be there to tell the Lord, thank you. By the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. Can you imagine the scene of signs and wonders taking place? I've grown up in the church where I've seen signs, I've seen wonders, I've seen these things that have occurred, but there is also um, where people have not believed that. People don't believe that there are signs and wonders for today. They think that getting a job is a sign and a wonder. They think that it might be because, I don't, I don't know, it could be that you needed some supernatural knowledge to get it, uh, but uh, a sign and a wonder in Jesus' day was not uh, a, new, a, a new house and a color TV. It was not a car. It was not a job, but it was the healing of the person. It was something that impacted their mind, something that impacted their physical being. Something that impacted their emotions. Can you imagine that today occurring? Because it is. It's happening all around us in places where people are allowing uh, the spirit of God to sweep in and to provide emotional, mental, and physical healing. This is why it's important to praise God. This is why it's important to worship the Lord. This is why it's important to seek God's face. This is why it's important to, to fast and to pray. This is why it's important to be consecrated unto the Lord. It's important because God may want to use you. As I said uh, about a week ago, uh, that you may be the one standing in the gap. You may be the one that that the person that has been praying and seeking God for, you're the one that God will use. And you have to position yourself to be ready. Have you positioned yourself to be used by God? Have you positioned yourself to be ready? Are you on call? I know that there are those that are on call, they, they, they cell phone ring at any hour of the night. Can God use you like that? Can God place you on standby? you on ready. You don't have to try to pray yourself up because you've already been praying. You don't have to all of a sudden consecrate yourself and start repenting of sin. Lord, forgive me as I go before and, and pray for somebody. No, because you've already consecrated your life. You're already dedicated to the Lord. God says that you're his and then you can say that he's mine. Bless your name, Jesus. The people, the apostles allowed the spirit of God to, to sweep in. They allowed the Spirit of God to work with them. After being arrested and commanded and threatened not to preach, teach, even the whisper in Jesus' name, they went to the body of believers, the ecclesia, the church, and reported what had happened to them, and they prayed. When things happen in your life, you ought to go to the church and pray. You ought to tell those that are faithful unto the Lord, because I just don't believe that you tell everything to everybody. But there are those that when you share what you're dealing with, uh, they should be ready to pray with you. They should be ready to fast with you. They should be ready to seek God and to uh, and to help you in your situation with prayer and fasting. Uh, So they went back to those, the body of believers, the ecclesia, the church and told them that we have been threatened not to preach in Jesus' name, all because a man was healed. Uh, there was a political movement, and they even questioned the, the apostles. said, by what name have you done this? In other words, did you do it in witchcraft? Did you do it in the power of God? They weren't even concerned about that. They were concerned at the fact that, that it was not them. There was no glory for the Pharisees or Sadducees, or the religious leader uh, of that day. There was no glory for them to be received because they were not involved. Uh, They were impacted by the name of Jesus, the one that they crucified, the one that they voted to nail up on the cross, the one that shed his blood for our sins. It was done through his name. The power in which Peter told them and those that were standing with Peter said this was all done in the name of Jesus. It was done through his power, not my power. Why are you looking at me? I didn't do this. It was God's power that did it. The man was healed. And so they went and they told them and they prayed. And uh, have you reported what you're dealing with? Have you gone to the church and reported? My little brother and I was was at the hat to enjoy a moment uh, just yesterday. And nearby was a man on his cell phone complaining about injustice instead of praying in secret and with the ecclesia. Instead of keeping it to himself, he's on his cell phone talking in a public area about injustice or what he thought was injustice instead of praying about it, instead of seeking God about it, which is out of line. And therefore, it was time to intervene and say and let them know that that you can't do that in a public place. You can't do that as a believer. That's not right. As believers, there is a protocol. There is a way of doing things. If somebody offend you, the Bible said, consider yourself and go to that person and think about it. Go to them and think about how you would like to be approached. If you're going to deal with the situation, deal with it right. They dealt with the situation by going to the uh, to the body of believers, and as a result, the Bible said, "And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word." Are you praying for boldness to speak the word of God? Did you invite anyone to service today? Did you witness to anybody throughout the month of February? Did you, what up? This is a brand new month. This is a time that that we should be on fire for God. Sin is on fire. Uh, The the enemy is doing his job. What about you? Are you doing your job? God is doing his job. He's pouring out his spirit. (coughs) The Bible said where there is more sin, there is more grace. And so there is grace that has been given to each one of us. There is power that has been implanted in today to be, uh, to be tapped into and to be used for God's purpose. But are we doing that? The Bible said they prayed and asked God uh, to allow them to speak with boldness. Uh, well, uh, uh, by stretching forth thy hand to heal. And these signs, that signs and wonders may be done by thy name and by thy holy child, Jesus. They prayed for this to happen. So we're reading about a fulfillment of the prayer in which they had prayed in the fourth chapter uh, that Luke is testifying and telling Theophilus about. And the, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and they healed them in beds and couches. That at the least, the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. The ministry made itself available. The apostles mediating. Uh, in other words, they were intervening. They were having interaction with the people in a dispute in order to bring about an agreement or reconciliation. God is concerned about reconciliation. Reconciling people back unto himself. And so the apostles, the ministers, the messenger, the evangelists, uh, those that have been called by God should also be concerned about reconciliation and helping to unite people back to God. Every person, every born again believer, as they grow and mature, has a voice and something to be used in the assembly of those that have not assembled together. In other words, while we're out and about, while we're out shopping, while we're out in recreation, While we're on the job, while while we're uh, just going to and fro, there is an opportunity to be a witness, a witness with our lives, a witness with our voice, a witness, someone that will speak up and give a message, something that will make someone think about it, someone that a message that will cause a person to say, you know what, I, I do need to go to church. Uh, You know what? I haven't been in a long time, and I I think it's time for me to go. The last time I, I went, I was a child in Sunday school, and I never went back. I got caught up in so many other things that uh, just like so many of us did. Uh, but now it's time to return unto the Lord reconciliation. Uh, they were willing to respectfully go against the odds, go against those opposing them. Not one time. Do you read about the apostles bad mouthing uh, the leaders of their day? But they went on in Jesus name, told them, said, look here, if it's if it's right for us to obey you or to obey God, we you can judge that. And so they went on in Jesus' name and they prayed about it. Are you praying about it? Are you going on in Jesus' name? I'm not just talking about the church that you belong to, I'm talking about your obedience. Are you obeying what God said? Are you applying the word of God to your life? Are you available? Are you willing to respectfully go against the words of those opposing the work of God? You know, there's a diplomacy, the way that we do things. I'm not talking about defying the, the, the works uh, and your job ethics and your the, the policies at work. I'm just talking about being available. Uh, that when there's a general conversation going on uh that's about something that 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 leads into the Lord, are you ready for that? Are you ready to give an answer unto every man about the faith that you have? Or do you make excuses that, uh, you know, are you so caught up into so many other things that, that you just don't have time for God? The apostles continue to gather at Solomon's porch. Are you with me, church? They were significant. This was significant, a significant meeting place. Solomon's porch had become a familiar place for for meeting the ministry of Jesus Christ. Uh, They met there. This was their gathering place. And so they met there routinely. They met there at the appointed time. We're going to meet at seven o'clock. So everybody was there at seven. We're going to meet at eight o'clock. And so everybody was there at eight o'clock. We're going to meet at 12 o'clock. And so they were there at 12 o'clock, whatever the time was. They were willing to be there. The church should be familiar or be a familiar place to gather for the gospel and the work of the ministry. And so they gathered at Solomon's porch. Devil get behind me. They gathered at y'all need to pray. They gathered at Solomon's porch and they begin to to minister the word of God. And people came from everywhere because a healing had transpired. They came from other places and they brought people that were sick. They came from other places and they brought people that needed help. They came from other places. So word got out. Somebody told them there's healing in Solomon porch. Somebody told them to go on the east side where the women meet at. Go on the other side of the temple. Go over there. The apostles are meeting there. I heard somebody got healed. I saw somebody get healed. I saw somebody that was bedridden, get up off their bed. I saw somebody that was crippled. Now they're walking. Somebody was demon possessed. They was troubled by the spirit that was had them bound. And they didn't know what to do. But we came over to Solomon's porch where the apostles was at. The people were preaching in Jesus' name. They were laying hands on folks. They were ministering the word of God. They allowed the power of God to throw fleeting and something happened. The demon left that child. The demon left that woman. The demon left that man. They were vexed, but now they've been set free. They were troubled, but now they're at peace. Are you bringing people to church? That's what the church is about. Bless your Lord God. It's about deliverance. It's about redemption. It's about being set free. Your physical presence, your financial support is the furthest of the gospel and the work of the ministry so that souls can be reconciled back to Jesus Christ. So that souls can be saved. Souls can be can be brought back into the place in which whether they're backslider, they can come home. Whether they've never met the Lord, they can come in and be welcome. Whether they need healing, healing can take place if they need a word from God. They can receive that word if they need a, a peace of mind. They can be told that the word of God says, if you keep your mind, if you if you keep your mind stayed on me, I'll keep you with some peace. I'll keep you in perfect peace. They can be told that uh, it don't matter what you've done. Though your sins be as scarlet, <coughs> excuse me, your sins be as scarlet. I will make them white as snow. Bless your Lord God. A place where they could go and meet was at Solomon's Porch. Well, today, this is Solomon's Porch. We're not physically in that location, but you understand what I'm saying. The church is a place that has been designated. The church is a place that has been assigned for the work of the ministry. The church is a place that has been designated and consecrated for the word of God. Called out and consecrated so that God can show up and show out. Not show up and show out that you become emotional and jump the pews, run down the aisles. Those are responses of joy. But I'm talking about where the word of God comes in and it set and the anointing destroys the yoke. The Bible says the anointing destroys the yoke. It obliterates it. It messes it up. It breaks it down. It grinds it. It destroys it in such a way that the enemy cannot take the enemy cannot claim that soul anymore. The crippled man was at the church waiting and asking for money when he received his healing. He went there with another purpose in mind. He had been over 40 years waiting. He had made he come to a State of mind where he just accepted what was going on. I'm crippled and I'll never be healed. I'm in my 40s. Nothing is never going to happen for me. I'm, in my, I'm well over 40 and, you know, and my time has come and gone. I'm here today to tell you your time is not come and gone. Sarah thought her time had come and gone. Elizabeth thought her time had come and gone. But they didn't know that it was all part of God's plan. Sometimes God allows us to get in situations where it just seems impossible. It's uh, by the the report, by what others are observing, by even ourselves that what we see, it just looked impossible. It looked like it can't be done. It looked like it's not going to be done. God brings us to a place where it just seems like, mm -hmm, but then all of a sudden, it happens. All of a sudden, God shows up and makes a difference. All of a sudden, the healing take place. This man waited. This man was looking for money. And Peter told him, he said, look, silver and gold, John and Peter, uh, silver and gold we don't have. But such as I have, I'm going to share with you, which was the power of God, which was the Holy Ghost. The crippled man didn't get upset when Peter and John said, I don't have any money. We had someone that uh, people go to church often and they ask, uh, can I have some money? And maybe you yourself, someone asks you, uh, can, can you spare some change? And, and the truth is, is that you just broke. You don't have any, any money on you. You don't have nothing that you can share with anybody at that moment. You would if you could, but you, you can't. And so you, you tell them no, and they get all upset, get angry, because you, uh, they came to the church and, and they expected the church to take listen. The man did not get upset when Peter and John said, we don't have any money, but what we do have, we're going to bless you with it. The man did not have to sit any longer in bed. Isn't that a blessing? You don't have to sit. You don't have to sit. Any longer when you're healing. Now, I, I need you to get this. Bless you, Lord. I need you to get this. This man did not have to be brought by others. There's a dependency that he had that he didn't need anymore. Mighty God, thank you, Jesus. He didn't have to walk around begging any longer because he had been healed. The crippled man didn't get upset because the healing took place. The people knew, hmm, yes, the people knew where to go for healing. Let's deal with that for a moment. When God heals you, when God delivers you, when God brings you out of the situation that you were in, from that moment forth, The change that has occurred, you're not supposed to go. It would be obscene. It would be ridiculous. It would be crazy that you have you were crippled and you couldn't walk and you're healed. And now you can move about and go and do things that you could not do. But yet every day people see you in the same situation sitting there. Ah, Bless you, Jesus. We should not receive our healing, receive deliverance, be brought out of a situation that we prayed and asked God. The ministry has blessed us to come out of that situation. And then we find ourselves acting like we're still in it. Acting like we're still in the same situation. Acting like we're in the same situation. Are you saying God did not heal? Are you saying God did not deliver? Are you saying your situation was not changed? God did not answer that prayer? Did you pray amiss? I'm talking about the true deliverance that come, where it's obvious that you have been delivered. God deliver you from a situation. It's not for you to act like you're still in it. It's for you, the Bible said, when you come to the light, walk in it. So therefore, there should be a demonstration of change in your life. This man got up rejoicing. I've been delivered. I've been healed. I, when my ankles was weak, they've been strengthened. I can walk. I can move. I can do what I need to do now. I can go to school. I can go get a job. I can get married. I can support my family. I can do whatever because my impediment, the thing that had me bound, has I have been freed from that thing there's a growing concern, let me, let, me, let me go here first. The people knew where to go for healing. <clears throat> did you tell anybody where they can go for healing? Or do we just go through our day, day to day? We talk about stuff on the job, but we never tell nobody where they can find a peace of mind. We never help nobody understand that, that people are, are not perfect. You're not perfect on your job. You're not perfect in school. You're not in the ch- because people are not perfect. So you're not going to find a perfect situation. You will find some perfections, but you're not going to find everything perfect in everybody because you're not perfect. Now, there's a difference in perfection and being outright sinful. The people knew where to go for healing. The Bible said there came also multitudes out of the city round about unto unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, and them which were vexed and unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one of them. (laughs) My mother had a terrible, massive strokes. She had terrible strokes, left work after many years with the post office and went on disability. And she walked with, she had trouble walking, face twisted. One day she made up in her mind, <clears throat> she was going to give her life to Christ. She gave her life to the Lord. This is March of 94. She began going to church and one day she went to the minister, she went up to the prayer line and she and they asked, what do you want? It's important ministers that when you're praying for someone, ask them what are they there for. Some things you cannot pray about. I need more faith. No, the Bible said have faith. That's not something that you pray about. It's something you have. It's something you tell yourself to believe in God. She went and she said, I don't want to walk with this walker any longer. I don't want to walk with this cane. That day she put the cane down. The walker was no longer needed. And she began to walk without it from that moment to her demise. When I went to her home, she went home to be with the Lord. Last time I saw her alive, I saw the glory of God emanating all around her and she was gone the next day. Well, when I went to her home, I found a closet full of new shoes. She had bought high heel shoes because she was thrilled that she didn't have to use a walker any longer. And she didn't jump up and just throw on a bunch of high heels, but she knew she had been healed And she was ready to move to the next level of enjoying her healing. She was thrilled. And when people asked her, and there's a witness here, what she was doing, she said, I'm walking with Jesus. And she walked out of time into eternity. She knew where to go for healing. She knew what to do, to ask. And God delivered. There's a growing concern about COVID-19 and rightfully so, but you should also be concerned about your soul. You should be concerned about self-righteousness. You could be concerned and should be concerned about sin and the pandemic that has spread since since Adam allowed himself to become a carrier. Deuteronomy 34, 10 through 12, and I'm going to close with this. It says, and there arose not a prophet since in Israel, like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. The Lord knew Moses face to face. And it says, and all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent to him in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh, and to all his servants and to all his land and in all that mighty hand and all the great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all Israel. There's been signs, there's been wonders throughout history where God shows up and he shows out. He uses people like you and me. He uses those that yield themselves Spirit-filled, spirit-led, consecrated unto the Lord. I'm not talking about someone that read about the word of God and they're going to jump up and try it like the sons of Sceva. The Bible said that, that the demons spoke out and said, Peter, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? And so the demons jumped those men. They ran out of that house naked. They ran out of that house um beat down and embarrassed. We're not talking about pretending to know, but we're talking about the fact that God is sovereign and that that same power that existed in that day exists now. Father, in the name of Jesus, resting on your feet. Bless your Lord God. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. If you have a prayer request We like to know about it. We like to touch and agree with you in prayer. We can, our our email address is sml at connectingtruth.org. We'll pray with you, we'll pray for you. We don't need to know the dynamics of, of everything. But if you are following the Lord, you believe God, you're seeking Him then we want to know and we want to be uh, as much encouragement prayer partners as possible. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we honor you for your goodness. We honor you for your grace. Those that are listening, those that are under the sound of my voice, Lord, I first and foremost pray that you would bless us to walk in obedience of your word. If there's anything that is keeping us or have kept us out of your will, Lord God, that we need to uh, overcome with good. Lord, bless us to do that. Lord Jesus, to walk in righteousness, to walk in your holiness. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body. Thank you, Lord. Those that are bedridden, those, oh Lord God, that can't go to service because of the sickness that they have encountered lord we pray and ask that you remember those lord that are on their way to service right now those that have worked throughout the day and now they're tuned in and listening to the Brock, lord god that you would bless them as well lord as they lay down bless them with peace and keep them lord god with their mind stayed upon you father i pray against unrighteousness i pray against sin i pray against it Lord God, so that you can deliver the souls. Lord Jesus, that you can set men free. Lord, children, uh, men, boys, and girls that are seeking you, seeking your spirit, seeking your guidance, Lord, I touch and agree with them right now. Those, oh Lord God, that uh, are in the valley of decision, Lord God, we pray that you would bring them out in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless, Lord. Lord Jesus, with healing. Lord God, with guidance, Lord, Lord, we pray and ask, Lord God, that you would keep us and keep our minds stayed upon you. We thank you, Lord God, for the time that you have given us to call upon your name. Hallelujah. Lord God, the time that you have given us upon this uh, this time, Lord God. And we pray and ask that if it's your will, that as we come together again, Lord Jesus, that your word would be exhorted, Lord God, uh, that you would have your way, Savior, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Yeah.